At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke. Presented by Bed Rivers. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And tonight we've got plenty of betting action coming your way all throughout the sports landscape. We'll begin with some NFL talk, kind of the breaking news today as we typically do. Then, Beeson's betting reporter Josh Applebaum will give us some trends for week one in terms of betting underdogs and a couple of games that he already has some interest in over the first week of the season. And furthermore, we'll just hit some baseball games that have big market movements like we typically do with Mr. Applebaum. So we'll get squared away with Josh in about 10 minutes. After that, I'll give away some of my plays. I have the diamond tonight. Had a nice night last night. Getting a couple of dubs. Looking to keep that continuing. And afterward, then we'll kind of go back to what the trend has been this week in terms of diving into the head-to-head match bet props. We started off with the running backs, went through some quarterback ones with an official play, Ryan Fitzpatrick to have more passing yards than Jalen Hurts. But we'll continue that, look deeper into the quarterbacks with some unique matchups, who's going to throw for more passing yards. And then finally, at the end of the show, Will Hill, Point Spread Weekly contributor, did great work with a pro football betting guide. We'll kind of just recap some of his biggest takeaways from just the preseason thus far in the bets that he has already played for the upcoming season. I know we had him on a couple weeks ago, but I'm sure he's added a few more plays, so excited to talk with Will toward the end of the show. Like we said, let's start out with the news in the NFL tonight. Not the best news, uh, really, to look forward to for the Tennessee Titans. It is now being reported that 
Nine players, consisting of players and coaches, have tested positive for COVID-19. Adam Schefter is reporting over at ESPN, and quarterback Ryan Tannehill being one of those nine people. So uh, something to keep in mind in terms of looking forward to week one potentially. And yes, you know, he should be back in time for the game. I mean, he is vaccinated and will reportedly miss about five to ten days, depending on how quickly he can produce two negative tests over a 48-hour period. Remember, they're hosting the Arizona Cardinals in week one, that game on September 12th. So again, you know, is this something that is, I mean, obviously we're assuming this is going to be a case from time to time. It's kind of inevitable like it was last season, but hopefully not as much of a factor this year. But is that going to concern you for week one against the Cardinals? Well, if we can assume that most of these guys are going to be back in the mix by then and hopefully they can be at 100%, then no, it probably shouldn't affect your betting too much in terms of them taking on the Cardinals. Now in that game, uh, Tennessee opened as about a two-and-a-half-point favorite We've seen them creep up a little bit in this spot. The total opened about 51 and a half or so, but really not too much movement, too much between these two squads. I mean, Tennessee got a little bit of the love, went up to three, and actually at Bet Rivers are up to three and a half. So they have gotten considerably more from the last time I checked. Moneyline Tennessee is minus 162. Arizona catching plus 133. And again, that total really hasn't wavered. 51 and a half is still where it remains currently at Bet Rivers. But when we're looking at this division now, in terms of what we saw with Tennessee in this COVID news, yes, it is negative. And then you look at the opponent in the division that is going to give them presumably the run for their money, the Indianapolis Colts. They've seen more positive news in the sense that Carson Wentz is potentially on track to start week one for the squad. So just kind of going over some of these division odds. Once again, Tennessee does remain the favorite at the top to come out. As the favorite for the AFC South, minus 106 is where those odds are currently standing. Then the Colts have dropped to plus 140. Remember, they're a lot shorter than that before the injury news with Quentin Nelson, with Carson Wentz. So do you look at the plus value with the Colts at plus 140, or do you gravitate toward Tennessee minus 106? Because we can honestly, let's just forget about the Jags at plus 750 and the Texans at 30 to 1. As we know and are expecting, it's going to be a two-man race between the Titans and the Colts. But is it worth the value with the Colts right now at plus 140? If you believe in Carson Wentz, even before he had his injury, because if he's on track to start week one, they probably aren't going to rush him. So if you can assume he's probably going to be close to 100%, then just go to what you thought of before the injury. If you believed in Carson Wentz and this team and that he could get acclimated right away, then sure, take a look at that plus money for Indianapolis. However, if you had more confidence in Tennessee or more so just not fully there with the Colts, then you probably naturally would gravitate toward the Titans. But there could be a point in the season where you can get, you know, the updated futures and maybe a better price on Tennessee if you think the Colts are going to get off to a hot start and kind of vice versa with the Titans. So look, at the end of the day, I think the Colts have the better overall team. I think offensively, you trust the Titans more so, but defensively and coaching-wise, you give the advantage to the Colts. So plus money could have the argument made in that case, but I'm not completely sold on Carson Wentz just yet. Not too scared because of the COVID issues with Ryan Tannehill. Once again, welcome into the show. It is Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Tonight on a Thursday, we got a good one planned for you. VEASAN's betting reporter Josh Applebaum will be joining us momentarily to talk NFL Week 1 and tonight's Major League Baseball slate and where I got a couple plays that we'll dish out later in the show. Plus, like we've been doing these past few days, we'll unveil some more head-to-head quarterback props with the match bet prop section at Bet Rivers, who will have more total passing yards. We'll get to that in about a half hour. Then to wrap things up, Will Hill, Point Spread Weekly contributor, will also 
kind of just adding to the mix of getting more best bets for the NFL season. And speaking of which, we were kind of just starting things off with the news regarding Tennessee having nine players and coaches all together consisting of players and coaches, nine people total testing positive for COVID-19. And the big news being Ryan Tannehill being one of them. However, he should be back if he can test a negative because he is vaccinated, should be back within five to 10 days, ready in time for the week one matchup against the Arizona Cardinals, where we do see Tennessee as a three and a half point favorite. They opened two and a half. So the Titans got the early love and still have despite the news. The total you haven't seen altered one way or the other. 51 and a half is where it opened. That's where we continue to see it as a total set at Bet Rivers. But like I was saying, look, I have a little bit more faith in the offense with the Titans than I do the Colts at this point. And it's not that the Colts don't have the surrounding pieces ready to go. It's that even before the injury, I wasn't completely sold on Carson Wentz because I do think this is going to be a better situation for him. I mean, how could you not based on the roster and the coaching compared to the Eagles and the Colts? But my point is, I thought it was just going to take a little bit longer for him to get acclimated, maybe. And now that you tack on the injury, maybe that's just going to be even a little bit longer for this team that really has a tough schedule to start things out. You're on the road against Seattle, then you get the Rams, and then you're going up against the Titans. And even the Dolphins and the Ravens are going to be a tough stretch of game. So the way you would look at the division, the Titans minus 106 right now. If you think Tennessee gets off to a hot start, then yes, play the Titans now to win the division. But if you think it could be neck and neck getting closer to the halfway point, maybe toward the latter half of the season, then you could probably get maybe a little bit better price with Tennessee. But if you think that the Titans get off to a hot start, even though you're laying a little bit of a price in the division, you're only really worried about one other team being the Colts. That's kind of the anomaly here. You typically wouldn't want to lay a price in a division where maybe three or even four teams could win it. But probably wouldn't have that price if that were the case also but nevertheless Tennessee would probably be my lean as of now to win the division I think they get out to the hot start laying the minus 106 could be the play as of this moment but let's get into it a little bit further with our main man Vsin's betting reporter Josh Applebaum host of the Market Insights podcast Monday through Friday and you can follow him along for more info on Twitter at Josh underscore insights Josh as always my man we appreciate you taking some time so I know I kicked things off with football, and we'll get to that in just a second, but I did want to start off with baseball tonight because I know you have a couple games that piqued your interest this evening. And I want to start with this Yankees and A's game, Josh, because this one has been kind of crazy from what I've seen at least. Uh, the Yankees looking to extend their winning streak to 12 games, and the A's have really just been struggling as of late. And you saw the early movement go toward Oakland, but correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like there's been late action going back to the red hot Yankees right now. What do you see? Danny, you're exactly right. And by the way, happy Thursday. Great to be with you once again on rush hour, but you're totally right, Danny. I think you capped it perfectly. You know, uh, the, number one, this is a huge public play to the Yankees. I think, uh, of course, a big name team, a popular team. When you've ripped off 11 games in a row, it's really an auto bet for the public tonight. You have almost eight out of 10 bets backing the Yankees in this one, but really interesting movement, Danny, you know, with Tyon against James Caprillion tonight, it opened around Yankees minus 125. At one point, the Yankees got all the way down to around minus 110, minus 108. It almost turned into, you know, kind of a pick em type game situation. Uh, and I'm saying, hey, a lot of respected money here hitting Oakland. We have seen it come back a little bit. Now it's back up to Yankees around minus 120. So it might have been a situation where uh, maybe, and this has been a topic of conversation betting recently, kind of head fakes by Sharps. There was a great article by David Purdom about how uh, sometimes wise guys will hit one side, move a number, come back harder the other way. Uh, to me, I still kind of lean Oakland in this one, Danny, just because 
with such a heavily lopsided play to the Yankees, uh, even though it's coming back to the Yankees now, it's still lower than what it opened at. So it's not a situation where, you know, Yankees open minus 125. Now they're up to minus 140. You've still seen a little bit of liability here with Oakland. Uh, so to me, Danny, I, I would lean Oakland in this one. Uh, you know, a couple system matches here looking at home dogs uh, that are contrarian with a higher total of eight and a half or more uh, in which they made the playoffs last year. Been pretty decent around four, around 48%, but a pretty good ROI around 6% there. Uh, also, um, late season, when you're a good team as a dog, you're just getting plus money uh, with a high win percentage of around 53, uh, you know, 530 baseball or higher. That's been pretty decent as well, about 46%. So definitely late movement to the Yankees here, Danny. But kind of the fact that this thing never shot up to New York and, and kind of the ultimate buy low, sell high of Yankees really hot right now might, might be a little bit overvalued where Oakland who's lost four in a row is kind of a buy low spot. So a lot of times in these series openers, you kind of see some crazy things happen especially out, uh, you know, out by the bay here. So I'd still take Oakland here, Danny, but you're totally right. Slate movement to the Yankees. You might have some sharp buyback here on New York. Yeah, it seems like a little bit of deja vu because I feel like you and I are pretty similar when it comes to the A's a lot of times because <laughs> I'm leaning with Oakland too. That's a play that I made. And again, you know, it's a little peculiar that you saw it bounce back to the Yankees. But like you mentioned, sometimes the Sharps will, you know, bet enough to move it and then even harder to kind of get the better price. So that certainly could be the case tonight. When you get a long winning streak, it seems like it's inevitably going to end at some point tonight. Hopefully, for our sake, Josh could be the night for the Yankees. <laughs> so I'm with you right in Oakland this evening. Uh, let's talk about another game where it's really only of importance to one team, that being Seattle, who's still in this postseason race, getting closer to that wild card spot. They host Kansas City tonight, and Seattle's up to minus 162 with Kikuchi, the southpaw, taking the bump this evening in Seattle. The Royals catching plus 140 in a short total here, Josh, of seven and a half. What have you seen throughout the day for this game? Yeah, Danny, this is one of my favorite schedule spots with Seattle here. So a couple of things going on. You're totally right. You know, Seattle, a team that you kind of overlooked and might have a lot of people may have dismissed. They're only two and a half games back of the second wild card spot. Danny, my Red Sox are, are really crumbling at the wrong time right now. Oakland, Seattle right <laughs> on their heels. So Seattle in that race, I think that's something that motivates this team. And I remember... Kyle Seeger mentioned at the deadline, like, don't trade away our guys. We actually want to add. We think, like, we got a pretty good club here. So Matt Mariners have definitely been scrappy with some come-from-behind wins recently. But tonight, Danny, I'm looking at laying it with Seattle. You know, a lot of these books open, the Mariners, uh, some shops are, like, minus 145, minus 150. Got all the way up at one point, close to minus 170. There's been a little buyback here. It's now around the minus 160 number. But in terms of a schedule spot, what I really like, Danny, is a team uh, that basically had a day off and you're a favorite versus a team that's on the second leg of a back-to-back of a -back here, basically kind of almost like NBA terminology there. But uh, the Royals played yesterday in Houston. Now they have to travel to Seattle. Not a huge flight, but the Mariners were off yesterday. So anytime you're a, a favorite here who's rested against a team on a back-to-back, -back, those teams are 58 and 36 this year, 62%. Uh, and if it's a non-division rested favorite versus a back-to-back -back team, back -back team, it's even better. Those teams are 36 and 17, 68%. You don't really have to worry about that divisional dog angle. Uh, so I'm looking at Seattle here. Uh, you also look at kind of the home road splits. Danny KC really struggle, struggles on the road this year, 24 and 39. Seattle's been surprisingly really good at home, 37 and 25. And you're right, Danny, there's a lot of under money. Don't be surprised if maybe we see a lower scoring game here. Open at eight and a half, got down to eight. Some shops are down to seven and a half. There has been a great trend that I, uh, a follower uh, of the Market Insights pod that I do uh, laid it out to me and turned me onto it. When Seattle's a favorite at home, the under is cashing at around a 60% clip. So I'm looking at a wow. Seattle line move system match, uh, schedule spot system match, 
uh, and maybe lean a little bit to that under, even though you probably would have gotten it, you know, or or would, li- would have liked to have gotten it anything eight or higher. But uh, definitely riding the M's tonight, Danny. So I'm looking at the Mariners. All right, so Josh looking at the Mariners and the A's tonight, and a little bit more so of a lean if you could still get eight or above to the under for that Seattle and Kansas City game. Josh, let's kind of flip the script now, head to the gridiron for some NFL Week 1 action. Now, I know you have a couple games on the slate that you've kind of been excited for already with some market movement, but kind of just looking at the overall view of the landscape for Week 1, what are some trends in terms of underdogs that stick out to you on a year-to-year basis? Yeah, Danny, as a contrarian better, I like dogs anyway, you know, just because the public loves favorites, and with dogs you can kind of buy low and kind of bet against the public and just kind of taking points um, is oftentimes a smart move, especially in heavily bet spots where you can really capitalize on shaded lines, inflated lines, take advantage of bias. But really, Danny, there are certain times where dogs perform very, very well. I'm thinking like bowl games in in college football, uh, March Madness, when everybody's loading up on, you know, a big team like Duke laying big points and maybe the dog has a sharp line move. But really one great time to bet dogs is week one of the NFL season. Um, This is pretty much because, you know, all these teams are optimistic, they're healthy, uh, and also you have a lot of public bias where we're dying for football. We want to get down. It's the most public sport overall, and you see a lot of recreational bettors just saying, hey, I want to bet on a good team, and I want to lay the points because they're going to roll and easily cover the spread. But week one dogs, Danny, they are a fantastic bet. Uh, If you look at the last decade, dogs in week one in the NFL, they're 85 and 70 against the spread, 55%. That's really good. Remember, we got to win 52.38%. Uh, or more just to break even. So if you're at 55%, that's a really good system there. You'd be up around 12 units over the last decade making those bets. Uh, Road dogs also, Danny, public wants to bet favorites and home favorites. Sometimes home field advantage can be overvalued though. So these road dogs, 58 and 44 against the spread, 57%. Uh, Also, if you're a big dog, you're getting six points or more, uh, 29 and 22 ATS, another 57% match. Uh, And then also a buy low uh, spot where if you're betting on a dog that missed the postseason last year, Week one, you get a lot of recency bias. It, it, the public just kind of remembers what you did last. And if you were uh, a, kind of a bad team that missed the playoffs, buying low in those spots, actually with those dogs, 67 and 52 against the spread, 56.3%. But the number one spot for dogs in the NFL for week one, Danny, divisional dogs. Not only do you have this dog trend, but you also have the familiarity of knowing your opponent, uh, leveling the playing field, uh, playing them multiple times a year, knowing the stadium and, and the matchups uh, really benefits the team getting points. Divisional dogs in week one, Danny, 38 and 18 ATS the last decade, 68%. So again, a lot of dog systems uh, perform well here in week one of the NFL. Let's talk about a situation exactly like that in the AFC South with the Texans and the Jags meeting in week one, Josh. Now, uh, the Jags obviously suffering some devastating injury news with ETN, but they still have James Robinson to suffice in the backfield. And realistically, you know, he's a solid back. It's just how soon can Trevor Lawrence get acclimated? And, you know, that's the question for all of Houston's team and I guess uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars as well with so much turnover. So this game's kind of ugly, but you kind of see an angle here. Is that right? Because it opened as a pick and we have seen it go to Jacksonville as high as three, but it seems like there's a little bit of buyback on Houston, who you kind of mentioned fits the bill as that divisional underdog in week one. You're exactly right, Danny. Yeah, I really like Houston in this spot. So this is uh, get ready for a lot of gross dogs when, you, when you're doing shows with me, Danny, for the NFL. As, as you know, we've been working together for a few years now. But a um, couple things. Uh, you just mentioned it. Pick them. Minus one, minus two. It's all the way up to minus three. If you're laying a minus three with Jacksonville right now, you're getting the worst of it. You really, you know, uh, off the key number and, and you're getting the uh, kind of quote unquote chasing steam, as a lot of people like to say. 
But I like this as a buy low spot for Houston because the other thing, Danny, there's a lot of public perception where there are narratives that form over the summer. One narrative is, you know, Jacksonville is going to be better this year. They drafted Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer. They have all these first round picks that they've accumulated uh, over the years. The other narrative is Houston Texans. They're terrible. They have the lowest win total, only four games. Uh, they're going to be terrible this year. They may not even win a game. That's what you're hearing in the media. And I always like to kind of buy low, sell high in these spots. So to me, the play is grabbing Houston at the key number of plus three right now. They're one of the most contrarian plays of the week one slate. Uh, it's crazy, Danny. You have almost two-thirds of bets laying the points with Jacksonville. When's the last time Jacksonville was a popular bet laying points on the road? You have to go back to 2019, the last time they were a road favorite in general. Uh, but again, we mentioned these divisional dogs, 68% ATS, fading a rookie coach and a rookie quarterback. And also Houston, you know, uh, we make fun of them, Danny, but they're doing pretty well in the preseason. Maybe it won't matter much, but they're 2-0. They've outscored their opponents 46-21. to Meanwhile, Jacksonville 0-2. They've been outscored 46-34. to uh, so I'm looking at grabbing the points with Houston here, Danny. I'd much rather play this divisional dog angle, uh, take advantage of this line move and this public bias. Uh, and then also, you know, a lot of these prop bets for quarterback competition odds are, are off the board now, Danny. One that's still up there is Tyrod Taylor. It's a big number. He's minus 600 to be the week one starter. But I'd put my faith in a divisional dog, an inflated line, a key number of three, and a veteran quarterback over laying points with a team that uh, hasn't been a favorite on the road in forever. So again, I'm looking at I'm looking at Houston plus three here. Ideally, you get the key number three. Maybe by the time week one rolls around, we see it get down to two and a half. All right, Josh, we got about 90 seconds left. I know you're eyeing another game as well involving the Steelers and the Bills. Buffalo is the home favorite. They're laying seven. This total at about 50 and a half. What should we look out for for this game? So I'm looking at um, the Steelers here, Danny. You know, you had a lot of movement toward Buffalo. This is another perception play of, you know, Pittsburgh at one point, they were going to be uh, rooting for an undefeated season. They fall off the map there late in the year, whereas Buffalo uh, looked great. And Josh Allen's got a new contract and Bill's Mafia is becoming a big public team because they're really on the rise in, in recent years here. Uh, but we had, saw a move to Buffalo, Danny, open minus six, six and a half, got all the way up to seven. But really, you're starting to see some buyback on the seven. Some of these sevens are now back to six and a half. Some are uh, really juiced up to plus seven at minus 115. So this would be a buy low spot on another dog uh, when you're a big dog plus six and a half or more. Uh, the last decade in week one, you're 27 and 17 ATS, 61%. Uh, you also have these road dogs, 57% ATS. The other thing is Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is uh, really good covering numbers as a dog. We think of him as kind of a motivator type head coach. You can kind of play the angle of, you know, no one believes in us and, uh, you know, taking the points in these spots has been profitable with the Steelers. Mike Tomlin in his career, 38 and 19 against the spread as a dog, 67%. He's covering two out of three games when he's getting points. Also, it's rare that he's a big dog like this. When you're a dog of six points or more with Mike Tomlin, eight and three ATS covering the number, 73%. So again, maybe this thing is creeping back down to six and a half. It's a big public play to Buffalo. I'd be looking at grabbing that key number of seven there with the Steelers on the road. Josh Applebaum, ladies and gentlemen, the best in the biz. Gives you great reports when it comes to the market, which you can catch the Market Insights podcast Monday through Friday. And Josh being involved on a plethora of shows here at VCD Sports Betting Network. Josh, my man, best of luck tonight. We'll be rooting with the A's together. Hopefully we bring in a dub, my man. Looking forward to talking football next week. Absolutely, Danny. Best of luck and always a pleasure talking, uh, talking any kind of betting with you, my man. Good luck tonight. Yes, sir. Josh Applebaum at Josh underscore insights. Coming up next, we'll talk a little bit more baseball. I got several plays on the diamond. We'll let you know what those are next. Stick around.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. out of all odds with bet rivers daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sports book and to make your experience even more rewarding bet rivers offers the most live streams of major sports instant payouts and only one-time playthrough offer valid in illinois only must be 21 or older gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER not valid for any participant of the illinois gaming board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program but to get a hold of the daily hometown discounts, remember to check them out, betrivers.com. All righty, welcome back to it. It is Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook on this fine Thursday evening, gearing up for a good Major League Baseball slate tonight. Talked about a couple games with Mr. Applebaum, VEASAN's betting reporter, to get things kicked off. But let's kind of bring it back and talk about a game we actually didn't touch on with Josh because he was probably sweating it out till about, what, 3, 4 a.m. last night, that being the Dodgers and the Padres going 16 innings, but the Dodgers get the job done again against the Padres last night, winning 5-3, to three. and tonight, once again, they are the favorite with Max Scherzer on the mound, minus 139, San Diego catching plus 120, and they are throwing out you Darvish, who's actually had some solid success against the Dodgers this season. Uh, Darvish in three games, 20 innings pitched, allowed just three earned runs and has racked up nearly 30 strikeouts, 29 to be exact, but an opposing batting average of 106 against Darvish. The Dodgers 2-1, and one, or excuse me, the Padres 2-1 and one in his starts against the uh, Dodgers. So look, 
I'm not really going to be touching this one in terms of the money line. I'm not that confident in San Diego, even though Darvish has done well against the Dodgers. But uh, the angle I'm looking at does involve you, Darvish. And I was a little bit shocked to see his strikeout prop kind of relatively low. Five and a half was the number posted earlier at Bet Rivers. And the over was minus 134. I think it's up to minus 167 now. So big movement toward the over. I played over five and a half Ks with you, Darvish, minus 134. Because again, like we said, 29 total Ks throughout three starts against the Dodgers for Darvish. Got nine, nine, and then 11 in each respective start. Then you look at this Dodgers team, you know, they average about nine strikeouts collectively per game. And they pretty much had 12 over the last three games. They've been really bad as of late. Uh, and then on the road, too, they strike out a little bit more over 9, about 9.3 to be exact. So more than they do at home. And you got to consider what happened last night. Maybe they stretch out the starters a little bit longer since the bullpens are kind of tacked from last night's game. So maybe San Diego's banking on you, Darvish, to try to stretch it out a little bit further than he normally would. Maybe not, but also you could consider that the, titter, the hitters, the normal day players, are you know a little bit tired because of how late last night's game is and if we can assume that Darvish is more rest than those guys maybe it gives them a little bit more advantage of, as well but at the end of the day I think it's a lower number and if you're comfortable laying the minus 167 then I do think he gets over five and a half K's but again I laid minus 134 with Darvish to go over five strikeouts hopefully getting six or more then also another bet in this game that we had is kind of like what we did yesterday going back with the no run in the first inning which we cashed on that is now hit in 11 out of the 12 games between the Dodgers and the Padres this season. Only once against these two teams has there been a run scored. And look, Scherzer has had two starts against the Padres this season, and he has not allowed a run in the first. Now, he's only allowed a run in the first inning once in his last seven starts as well. Now, you have to consider some of that was with the Nationals too. But nevertheless, Darvish in his three starts versus the Dodgers has not allowed a run in two out of the three games in the first inning. So the one game it did happen happened to be Darvish's start. But nevertheless, you look at what he's done recently as well, has not allowed a run in the first inning in his last five total starts. So minus 118 is the price that I got. Two solid pitchers once again, rolling with the no run in the first inning, minus 118 for San Diego and Los Angeles, as well as you Darvish over five and a half strikeouts, minus 134. Now let's get to this other game. We don't have to spend too much time on it. If you heard uh, Josh Applebaum's segment, pretty much nailed all the talking points. But uh, Oakland, they opened up plus 110, went all the way down close to even money. I snagged them at plus 102. We know the Yankees are riding an 11-game winning streak here. So, you know, you got tie-in on the bump for New York and James Caprillian taking them out for Oakland, who hasn't been too shabby. At the end of the day, Oakland... They're due for a win here, and even more so than that, they've been hitting a lot better in the month of August. 762 OPS, their best month yet this season. It's about really just a matter of time before they pick it up. And they had a day off yesterday. They're 12-4 and four straight up this season after having a day off. So I know there's been late buyback with the A's. I took plus 102. You can get it plus 106 right now. So if you're a little bit scared of the late sharp movement going back to the Yankees, then of course you could stay away. But I played Oakland sticking with that as well as Darvish over a strikeout prop and the no run in the first out in the West Coast between the Padres and the Dodgers. All right, we're going back to those head-to-head -head quarterback matchups next right here on Rush Hour.
Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. The guide is only $19.99 and available now. Our experts provide profiles of every single team, along with advanced stats and power ratings. Plus, you get best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. You can sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, and I'm Danny Burke, your host. At Danny Burke 5 is where you can follow me on Twitter. Still to come on the show, Will Hill, Point Spread Weekly contributor specifically to the Pro Football Betting Guide, will give us some of his best bets that he did include in the guide. So if you want more in-depth and thorough explanation, be sure to stick around for the segment and download the guide. Once again, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We're going to keep the conversation in the NFL, transition away from baseball, because like we've been doing really the past few days this week, has been going through the section at Bet Rivers called the match bet. And really it's just a head-to-head prop between players, whether it's running backs, quarterbacks, receivers, and defensive players. But yesterday we started with the quarterbacks, and the one that I did make an official play on was Ryan Fitzpatrick minus 150 to have more passing yards than Jalen Hurts. So we'll continue this going tonight. And let's pick it up with Tom Brady and Josh Allen. Tom Brady is the favorite to have more passing yards this season, minus a buck thirty. Whereas you get Josh Allen at the slight plus price of plus one hundred five. Now, starting with Tom Brady, last season with the Buccaneers, passed for over forty six hundred passing yards. And if we looked at the most he's had his entire career, that occurred in twenty eleven, where he racked up over fifty two hundred passing yards. I just kind of like to throw out the most safe total just for slightly different perspective to have on these guys. But you look at Tom Brady and what this team can present, and yes, they're returning all 22 starters from the Super Bowl, which is incredible. The team is still going to be stacked. It's going to be a relatively weaker division is what we're assuming. And they have arguably one of the easier schedules in the NFL. We took their over for the win total, but when it comes to passing yards-wise, they're going to be facing nine teams that finished in the bottom half of DVOA pass defenses last season. Now, Again, you also maybe have to consider with a team like this, and same case could be made for Josh Allen, and this kind of goes for any bets, really, is consider that some of these top-tier players or teams may be sitting those top guys in the last game of the season. Even though it is expanded season to 17 games, consider that sometimes when you're betting these. But since it could be the case with both of these teams, not necessarily as important. So you know what you're going to get with Tom Brady with a studly offense all around. Josh Allen last season he passed for 4,544 passing yards, and it was an incredible season for Allen. So can he replicate that in even more so? Because Tom Brady had more passing yards than him. Tom Brady is getting older. Maybe Josh Allen is getting better and certainly into more of his prime, of course. But can he replicate and even then some from last season? Well, he'll have Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, Dawson Knox, Devin Singletary slash Zach Moss out of the backfield to throw to. And they also, being the Bills, will face nine defenses that finished bottom half of DVOA pass defense last season. So, look, who's going to be throwing the ball more and who do you trust a little bit more so? Certainly you trust Tom Brady more so, but who could maybe be running the ball more? Because both teams have solid running backs, but with Tom Brady getting up there in age, maybe it's an easier schedule not having to throw the ball as much. Maybe Tom Brady will rely on the ground attack a little bit more so than this Buffalo Bills team will. So you may, you know, you may want to protect himself as well. And at the end of the day, Josh Allen still has so much capability to just absolutely go off is what we could potentially expect from him. So at the end of the day, overall, I think this is a no bet for me. But if I had to play it, 
these guys are really neck and neck to me, and I think the odds should indicate that a little bit more so. So for that being the reason, I would probably only take the plus money with Josh Allen. If anything, overall, it's a stay away. Not enough conviction to, you know, place an actual bet. But if anything, would gravitate toward Josh Allen because of the plus price there at plus 105 instead of laying the minus 130 with Tom Brady. All right, let's look at another matchup here with two young quarterbacks into their second season. Justin Herbert with the Chargers and Joe Burrow with the Cincinnati Bengals, who will have more passing yards. Herbert is the favorite, minus 134. Joe Burrow you can get at a price of plus 108. Now in 2020, Justin Herbert racked up 4,336 passing yards. Joe Burrow in just 10 games racked up 2,688 passing yards. If you adjusted it, for 16 total games, he probably would have racked up about 4,300 passing yards right about at that number. So if we are assuming he would carry out his average, Justin Herbert would have still thrown for more. And speaking of Herbert, this season he will face nine defenses that finished in the bottom half of DVOA pass defenses past year. Another positive that we've talked about with Herbert, because we played his over total touchdown passes, I believe 28 and a half was the number, but he's had a full offseason of familiarity with the squad. I mean, he got thrown into the mix last year unexpectedly in a strange season where he probably didn't even get full reps with the team, and look how good he performed. So you're getting what we could probably assume is going to be a better coach in Staley than Lynn, and you're getting more comfortable with your offense. Hopefully they can stay healthier. And you got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jared Cook, Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson in the backfield. More importantly, you're investing in your offensive line, which needs to take a step forward, and if they can, more time for Justin Herbert and more time for him to succeed. So I understand why he's the favorite. But why would you maybe want to bet on Joe Burrow? Well, he's got a plethora of receivers to choose from, being Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase from the draft, T. Higgins, and then Joe Mixon out of the backfield as well can create some yardage. But Burrow's only going to be facing seven defenses that finished in the bottom half of DVOA pass defenses past season. The one thing that you could also make an argument potentially for betting Joe Burrow would be that if you think the Bengals kind of have a slow season and they're always going to be losing, this team will be playing from behind more consistently, thus leading Joe Burrow to having to pass the ball more and pad those passing yard stats. So that's something to consider as well. I have a little bit more faith in the Chargers to have a more successful season, certainly, than I do with the Cincinnati Bengals. Plus, at the end of the day, I'm just not so sure that this offensive line is going to be that much better for Burrow coming off a gruesome injury with a coach I don't trust as much in Zach Taylor. Not that I trust Staley more because we don't know what we can expect out of him, but at the end of the day, a little bit more conviction on Justin Herbert here. Not enough, again, for me to want to bet it per se, but would certainly rather lay the minus 134 than I would want to go with Joe Burrow at plus 108 in this spot. And then finally, just to recap really quick, and we'll switch it up tomorrow, but Ryan Tannehill and Kirk Cousins. Tannehill's minus 125. To throw more passing yards you're adding on julio jones to the mix he also got aj brown and josh reynolds derrick henry not as much in the passing game but look Tannehill minus 125 with the covid news probably not going to impact it too much speaking of covid kirk cousins who's not taking the vaccine is it's someone to allude to earlier on the show a couple weeks ago maybe that's going to be a concern throughout the season if he's going to have to stay out a longer period of time if he does contract it that's a bunch of ifs at the end of the day we took Kirk cousins over his passing yards props Titans are an offense that doesn't pass the ball too much, so I'd probably take the plus money again with Kirk Cousins in this spot, if anything. All right, we're going to continue this conversation in the National Football League next. Will Hill, Points Spread Weekly contributor, will share his thoughts.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get the most out of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams, only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, remember that Bet Rivers offers the most live streams in major sports, along with those instant payouts. And don't forget, only one time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only, must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler, not valid. For any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program, daily hometown discounts, check them out, betrivers.com. Alrighty, we are wrapping up another solid edition of Rush Hour here on a Thursday evening on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. We're talking NFL last segment, and remember, the Pro Football Betting Guide out now, vsin.com slash subscribe. And a gentleman who had great, attributions to this guide all throughout whether it's season win totals props division predictions all that good stuff how about will hill at not the will hill on twitter point spread weekly contributor and 
a contributor to many shows, including the one tonight, Rush Hour. Will, we appreciate you making some time, my man. Let's get right into it. I know we've had you on, what was it, maybe two weeks ago, and we were kind of going through some of these win totals, but I want to talk about a couple that you really highlighted in your section in the Pro Football Betting Guide, and I want to start with the Atlanta Falcons with a win total of about 7.5. Now, currently at Bet Rivers, the over is the favorite, minus 137, under is plus 110. To me, the Falcons are just, uh, you know, I like to label it as question mark teams, and they certainly fit the bill because if they get to about nine, maybe even ten, probably not ten, but more so nine wins, I wouldn't be too shocked. And if it's just still the same Atlanta team we've been accustomed to the past couple seasons, also wouldn't be surprised. But what is your thought process for how Atlanta will do this year? I like them. I, I like them a lot. I think I have company because th this opened at seven. You mentioned the win total. Now it's seven and a half, and the over is juiced. I just think, look, they could have gone either direction. They could have rebuilt, drafted a quarterback, but they kind of stuck with Ryan. They went for a new coach. They drafted for now with Pitts, and they bring in Dean Pease to coach the defense. Last time we saw him, you know, he was stifling Lamar Jackson in that playoff game where the Titans upset the Ravens uh, a couple years back, held him to, I think, 12 points, one of the great you know, playoff upsets. And I just think that the Falcons needed to clean, cleanse the room, let the air out, get rid of Quinn, and just move on. I don't think you could ever really get over that 28 to three loss. I think it was you know, about time to move on from the coach. We saw blown leads last year, a 15 point game against 15 point lead against the bears. I'm sure Chicago fans remember that one. Well, I think that was the Foles game and then a 15 point lead against mm -hmm. the Cowboys, both against the fourth, both in the fourth quarter, both of those win expectancies, I think were 98, 99%. And they lost both of them back to back weeks. And then they have a game versus Detroit where they could just take a knee, kick a chip shot, field goal, win the game. Gurley scores a touchdown. <laughs> Stafford matches with a touchdown. So, you know, to lose games like this, I think a new coaching staff will help. I think Arthur Smith's going to be very aggressive. He was very highly thought of in Tennessee. I know, you know, a lot of the people that cover the Titans think that that might hurt the Titans going forward because he was, you know, he really revigorated Tannehill's career. I, I know he had Henry there, but that was a really good offense and, you know, made Tannehill a lot of money. So I just think they're going to be they're better, well-coached. They've had some bad luck in, in close games. And, you look at the quarterbacks they face, too. They play the NFC and the AFC. So, I mean, who are you playing? You're playing Tua, Hurts, uh, Fitzpatrick, you know, Cam Newton or Mac Jones. You're playing Darnold twice. You're playing Winston twice in your own division. Uh, you're playing Fitzpatrick. I mean, it, it's not the greatest quarterbacks. Uh, Daniel Jones, they have golf on the schedule. So, I mean, outside of you see Brady twice, who, who's 44, and you see Dak, who's banged up. The quarter, the opposing quarterbacks, really, it, it's not that tough of a road. So. Wouldn't be shocked if, like you said, they got to 9 or 10, got a wild card spot. Wouldn't be shocked at all. What's kind of your prediction for Kyle Pitts this season? Certainly there's high expectations and a high ceiling now that Julio Jones is out of the mix. He could become one of the premier receivers on the team. And we know that the offense with Atlanta, you know, despite their bad record, tends to light it up. Could there be a big season right out of the gates for Kyle Pitts this year? Yeah, I remember Randy Moss's rookie year, and that's about as good as you ever seen productive right away. I think he scored three touchdowns his first game of his career against Tampa. I'm not saying he's going to do that, but, man, he is talented. I, you hear a lot of the same buzzwords about some of these prospects, you know, potential. This guy could be good. This guy could start. With Pitts, you hear special. You hear transcendent. I mean, remember him at Florida. He was just a monster. And now he's going to have Ryan to get him the ball, who's, you know, at least capable. It's not like you're going to a situation where, you know, you got a quarterback who's just – who's totally incapable of getting you the ball. Ryan has won an MVP I mean, a few years ago, but not that long ago. Uh, if you improve, improve the offensive line, you have Ridley to take the heat off of him. So I could see a monster year for Pitts and you know, for fantasy players too. You know, Atlanta, as high as I am on them, they're not going to be great on defense. So it's going to be in a lot of 38, 34, 37, 34 type of games where it's back and forth. So 
could see Pitts putting up some big numbers. Bingo. Yeah, Pitts could be a great, uh, great acquisition, really, when it comes to fantasy and might have to snag him in a couple leagues coming up. But you're right. I mean, Atlanta over seven and a half has gotten the attention of some of the money as we've seen it creep up to seven and a half. And the over is shaded in that direction. Now, another team that you had your eye on involves the NFC North, the Minnesota Vikings. This number actually moved a little bit, too, here at Bet Rivers, Will, because eight and a half is a number we saw you post in the Pro Football Betting Guide, but now it's up to eight, or excuse me, nine at Bet Rivers. Uh, the over, slight dog, but you're still laying minus 104. The under is minus 118. If I could get the eight and a half, I probably would be with you and look toward the over here, but now that it's at nine, do you stay away, or would you still play it? Because you could also get the push with it being at nine. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I'd rather just pay the extra shot for the eight and a half, but I'm high on this team. You know, same reasons I was down on them last year, which I was. I'm high on them this year. They're very reliant on the home crowd. I mean, that's a dome. That's a loud building. When they're really good, they're, you know, six and two, seven and one, sometimes eight and oh at home. They had no home field advantage last year, obviously, with, with no fans. So that's going to improve their red dome defense, which was really bad last year. Uh, they had a lot of cluster injuries up front, the front seven. So, you know, Zimmer couldn't run his exotic blitz schemes. They were out. Daniil Hunter, one of the you know, defensive player of the year candidates, Barr, Kendricks, uh, Pierce opted out. They're going to be better up front. They, you know, Pierce comes back. He's a run stuffer. They get Tomlinson from the Giants. He's a run stuffer. You know, those are two guys that aren't going to move the number. A lot of guys, you know, average betters, you know, Tomlinson, Pierce, who are they? But they're going to be better against the run. They're going to help against the run. I think they brought Everson Griffin back. So they're going to be better up front. I think last year they had 15 rookies. That was a bad year to be young with no training camp, no preseason. Uh, those guys get a year of seasoning. They bring in Patrick Peterson. So I think they'll be better defensively. They were really good on offensively, bad on defense, which is uncharacteristic for a Zimmer team. So I expect them to bounce back. They seem to go every other year with Zimmer. You know, in 2015, I think they won 11 games, won the division. Should have won a playoff game. It weren't for Blair Walsh. Next year, missed the playoffs. 2017, you know, win the division, go to the NFC Championship game. 2019, they, they won 10 games, 11 games, and then beat the Saints in a playoff game. So they seem to go every other year with Zimmer, and I, I do think they'll bounce back this year. It is a tough schedule, but I expect them to bounce back. All right, Will, we got a little bit of time left, and I want to talk about some of your futures bets in terms of winning the whole dang thing. And you went a little bit longer shot here with both the Seahawks and the Chargers. Seattle 22 to 1, the Chargers 30 to 1, who are actually up to 33 to 1 at Bet Rivers. Beginning with the Seahawks, it seems like everybody's a little bit higher on this team than I am personally. I'm just not completely sold on anything they did in the offseason. I get you still have great offensive weapons with Russell Wilson and the receiving crew. But convince me on why the Seahawks could be a championship contender this season. Yeah, I'm surprised. I disagree with uh, you a little bit in terms of people picking them. I haven't heard anybody pick them to go to the Super Bowl. And look, some of these, when you're filling these out, you just want to be a little different. It's like doing your March Madness bracket where you don't want to just pick, you know, the, all the one seeds or college football. And you could pick Bama every year, but you want to be a little different. I just think the Seahawks is a good value, 22 to 1. They're in the playoffs every single year with Wilson. I think he's been in the league, what, seven or eight years now? He came in 2012. Uh, 2017, they went 9-7, and seven, missed the playoffs. Every other year, double digits, wins every other year in the playoffs. So he's going to at least get you to the dance. You know, once you get there, especially now with only the one bye, it's a little bit of luck. I mean, look at the Milwaukee Bucks where, you know, they knock on the door, they knock on the door. Right. Finally, they get they get through this year. Durant's foot's on the line. Harden and Irving go out. So part of it is just getting there. and Part of it was just being a little different. I think Wilson, you know, his uh, he gives them at least a high floor. It's a tough division, but look, the NFC is pretty wide open. I think the AFC is a lot tougher when you look at the Chiefs, the Bills, the Browns, the Ravens, just four elite teams. I don't yeah. know that you could say the same in the NFC. It's the Bucks. It's maybe still the Packers. Then it's, you know what, take your pick. It's uh, 
kind of, kind of more wide open in the NFC. True. And yeah, I should have been more specific. More so I heard people higher on terms of the Seahawks win total. But yeah, nobody uh, to go the whole way. And you're right. I mean, I think it is good value with a team that's pretty much always in the postseason with a great quarterback still. So understand your justification for the value on Seattle. And then finally, we got about 90 seconds, Will. How about the Chargers? 30 to 1, the number you snagged up to 33 to 1 here at Bet Rivers. Yeah, this is just a play on Herbert. It's a lot like the Falcons where they've just been doomed with bad losses, close losses, you know, on the other side of comebacks. I think they blew two 17-point leads, blew an 11-point lead. I mean, they had the Chiefs beat, the Bucks beat, the Saints, all these good teams. Just couldn't finish the job. But you, you had to really watch Anthony Lynn to realize how poorly they were coached. Uh, I, I think Sta um, you know, Staley will come in, did a good job with the Rams. I think he'll be better than, than Lynn was. I think Herbert... If he has another uh, another level to go up, this team can be really dangerous. They get Derwin James back on defense. Now, look, you got the roadblock and the Chiefs and Mahomes. You know, maybe to win that division, you need Mahomes to miss three or four weeks. But, look, we've seen him get banged up before. It's not impossible. So, uh, Chargers, a bit of a long shot there, but one that I definitely think is interesting. At not the Will Hill on Twitter. Catch him contributing to Point Spread Weekly as well as many shows here at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Will, my man, always great catching up with you. We're getting close to the start. Can't wait. Thanks for helping us out. Two weeks from tonight. I mean, come on, right up to the minute just about. I can't wait. I appreciate it, DB. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> yes, sir. You bet. Will Hill, ladies and gentlemen. Love talking shop with Will. Once again, if you missed it, going with the Falcons over 7.5, Vikings over 8.5, and, and taking a little bit of a flyer on the Seahawks, 22-1, to 1, as well as the Chargers, 30-1. to 1. You can get for a little bit better value at Bat Rivers, 33-1 to 1 for Justin Herbert and company. Alrighty, in summation from earlier tonight, if you missed it, we had a few plays on the diamond. Just to recap, involving the Padres and the Dodgers, just like yesterday, we're going with the no run in the first inning. Minus 118 with Hugh Darvish and Max Scherzer going head-to-head. -head. The no run in the first has hit in 11 out of 12 matchups between these two teams. Hoping it continues tonight. And in that same matchup, Hugh Darvish over five and a half strikeouts, minus 134. The lines moved about 30 cents, so uh, be sure to look around a little bit. And then the A's, plus 102 versus the Yankees. Hopefully, Oakland can snap that winning streak for the Bronx Bombers. Josh Applebaum and I will certainly be sweating that one out tonight. As always, best of luck if you tail. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Rush Hour. Take care from all of us here at VEASAN. The Sports Betting Network will catch up again tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.